Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. For those who might not have caught it, the Oilers' streak has infuriatingly hit the sweet 16 mark. Why infuriatingly? Well, just because it happened right before the All-Star weekend of Doritos bag-inspired jerseys in Toronto. Um, and honestly, though, still something to celebrate. 16 is incredibly rare. We know the, the actual top streak in the NHL regular season no ties counted 17 Pittsburgh Penguins in the 90s we know that so they're looking to tie that maybe get past it they have a chance to do that now Uh, something to celebrate as we wait and to do just that the team is going to be celebrating in Vegas they take on the Golden Knights February 6th with hopes to tie the league record of 17 yeah the Oilers are calling the total nine day gap between Saturday's win over the Predators a a great stretch for us But fans are also biting their nails, hoping that it isn't too much of a rest. You know? February 6th is the big day. We'll see what happens. But honestly, what a good way to kick off the second half of the season, though, if they make it. Talking huck it, chuck it, football! Let's talk about the Super Bowl. We now know who is going to go face-to-face at the game. Uh, And as we hit February, I'll only be able to refer to it in awkward ways like the big game or the Schmooper Bowl uh, because of stupid broadcast and licensing stuff. But I digress. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to be facing the San Francisco 49ers on February 11th in Vegas. We'll see if luck charm and attention grabber Taylor Swift is in attendance. I can't imagine she would be. But it is going to be a nightmare for the non-fans regardless. All right, The people just interested in all the commercials and movie trailers just trying to follow the game because the Chiefs wear red with yellow and white. And the 49ers wear red with gold and white. I'm sure that won't be confusing, though. I'm sure that'll be fine. Everybody can follow along. Who has the ball, Todd? I don't know, Margo! The final book from Neil Peart going to be published later on this year. What's interesting is that it's not really about music. If uh, you are a big, big fan of Neil Peart, you might know that he's a big, big fan, or was, of... 1960s sports cars. He died at the age of 67 back in 2020 after years of battling with uh, with uh, cancer, brain cancer specifically. This book is called Silver Surfers, and it's of course a posthumous release, something that has been you know uh, worked on since his death. And with the team at Rush, because it is available through pre-order at the Rush website right now, uh, the entire band has been promoting it as well. Uh, For Neil Peart, cars were a lifelong passion and his final literary creation. He writes about his beloved Silver Surfers collection. Rare, important, sports cars, and of course the different ways that they brought him joy. Very cool. Rob Halford in the news saying that Ozzy Osbourne should be knighted, specifically for the joy that he's given people over the years. That in a uh, interview with Classic Rock Magazine. And uh, I have to say, why not? Why not? I mean, you know, yeah, Black Sabbath and all that stuff and the panic that was caused with the satanic panic in the 70s, 80s, all that stuff, sure. But come on. He is an absolute gem and has brought us a lot of joy over the years. Just do it, you cowards. Tuesday. The first brain implant from Neuralink has been uh, implanted. There must be a lot of trust there because Neuralink is an Elon Musk thing. Uh, Just like what was Twitter, sure. But more importantly, just like SpaceX is an Elon Musk thing and with the explosion to not explosion ratio of success um, over there. I'm just saying, I would feel nervous 
I sincerely hope it does wonders, though. Brain implants uh, for the last you know, 30 years uh, have been doing incredible things, like making people able to see more than they were before if they were blind, uh, helping people after suffering strokes and other brain injuries. Very cool stuff. But in today's modern world, I have to look at things through a bit of a cynical lens, and I just, I just don't want people to be able to send me notifications in my head. Yeah, that's the, Really, that's the end goal fear of mine. Don't want that. And yet, how long is it going to be before you have to pay the premium subscription fee just to keep your thoughts ad-free? No doubt, uh, two weeks after the news that they are going to be reuniting for Coachella for this year, uh, Gwen Stefani is confirming that they don't know what's going to happen after that, saying, we haven't really figured out the next steps of how we're going to do this, but we're all just so excited. Well, it's almost been 10 years since they were together. Uh, they've got some time to figure it out. Also, the trial for the twenty, uh, sorry, the 2002 murder of Jam Master J of Run DMC has just begun. Uh, there are two men who are accused of killing the man uh, in a drug deal gone wrong as revenge, and uh, more to come out of it. Of course, the uh, defense immediately saying, it's been years since this happened, and witness testimony must be faded and distorted. Yeah, it has been 22 years after all. Depeche Mode just uh, performed Before We Drown for the first time in a decade as a tribute to Andrew Fletcher. Uh, they are uh, putting out a video for it after the live debut as well. And tied to that, some more sad news. A photographer, Brian Griffin, who collaborated with Depeche Mode as well as the likes of Ringo Starr, Kate Bush, Queen, and more, has now passed away at the age of 75. Media outlets confirming that he died peacefully in his sleep. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Trailers that have just come out today, a couple of them. One from Guy Ritchie. Now, we just saw a trailer about a TV show on Netflix he's going to be having coming out in the near future called The Gentleman. And I was a little bit confused because I was like, is there a name change? Because a trailer just dropped this morning for a new movie that he's got coming out called The Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare, starring Henry Cavill and a whole bunch of other really incredible actors. to do this, I'll need my own team. You won't like them. They're all... No! Mad. They'll need to be. They'll need to be. Uh, the other trailer that just came out has a bit of a Fort McMurray connection as well. Movie coming out in May, horror movie from Sony called Tarot. With the message, hey, if you want to stay away from danger, don't use the cards of a stranger. But Fort McMurray connection is one of the stars of the movie, Umberly Gonzalez, who uh, originally from Venezuela, got her start in acting on the theater stage right here in Fort McMurray as she was going to school. So very cool to see so much success from her and some very cool looking movies coming out. I'll share those on the blog at cruiseradio.com in the very near future here if you want to take a look. Wednesday. Austin Butler, a.k.a. Elvis Presley, uh, and also going to be in the new Dune movie and in, you know, just so many different things, Masters of the Air and everything as well, has recently said he needs to kick that Elvis voice. He may have finally done it, is the thing. He hired a dialect coach after doing the Elvis Presley movie, and honestly, it was one of the most impressive of the year that it came out back in 2022, but he says that now he's finally, a year plus removed, actually kicked it. Sometimes I do it where I have to hold back from, like, repeating the accent to the person who's saying it just because my brain does it automatically. But how awkward is that? You talk to somebody British accent, and then you start pulling one out of nowhere? It's going to seem like you're making fun of them, even though you're not, even though it's completely 
out of your control. At least that happens to me. I don't know how relatable that is. All I do know is that it is understandable that it took him a while to kick that accent because, hey, there are people that are still doing the Borat to, to this day. It's good cake. My wife made it. My wife! <laughs> Borat! <laughs> do it again. Jeff, get in here. You gotta hear this. My wife! <laughs> <laughs> Headlines for the day. Johnny Ramone. Uh, well, really, the widow of Johnny Ramone, specifically, is suing the brother of Joey Ramone over the biopic that's going to be all about uh, the Ramones. Uh, it's uh, got Pete Davidson in the lead role. The title is called I Slept with Joey Ramone, uh, and uh, based on a memoir uh, of the same title. But there's some bad blood there. People are saying that it's a not-so-accurate rendition of the history of the band and their interactions with the people in their lives. And so people are going to court over it. We'll see what comes of it. Sad news as well as we have a couple of deaths to speak of. One is a house singer, Michael Watford. Uh, he sang songs like So Into You, Love Changeover, Come Together, and many, many more uh, back in the day. And Brian Wilson of the uh, Beach Boys has gone online to devastatingly share the news that his wife has passed away and that the she basically was the emotional rock that allowed him to have a career throughout his life in the first place. He is obviously very devastated by the development. Theme parks are huge in Florida. I've not even been, but I understand this now. Um, I have been to uh, Disneyland and the Universal Studios in Hollywood just this past summer and got to check out like early access style, uh, you know, not that it was like a, a weird thing where they gave it to me, anybody could buy their way in, but they just haven't fully really opened up the park yet for Super Nintendo World in, in Hollywood, and that was so much fun. It was being transported into my childhood once again. Fantastic. They're not even going to have half of the stuff that the same park, Super Nintendo World, is going to have in Orlando, Florida. That's going to open 2025. You might have seen a lot of news about it lately. Mario Kart ride, Donkey Kong Country area where there's a mine cart where you jump the track somehow. Incredible. Just absolutely incredible. Um, you got to go through like a tunnel portal entrance into the Mushroom Kingdom. Wild. It's going to be humongous there. Of course, we don't really have theme parks here in the Wood Buffalo area, but we do have really big buffalo. So... We got that going for us, which is nice. Thursday. I better get that sports event's name out of my damn mouth. I'm not allowed to say it anymore. It is time for the ceremonial switch from saying the on the air to weird legal workaround terms that we all know mean the when I'm saying them. But I can't say the actual words. So, for the next 11 days and change, I will be known or it will rather become known as the Schmooper Bowl, the Big Game, Gambler's Delight, the Febitasi Football Party, the Puppy Bowl Post Game Show, the Last Game Before September, and the ultimate option, I think, the Superb Owl Party. Because that one is just close enough that it kind of sounds right. Superb Owl. But it's just different enough to maintain plausible deniability. At the Grammy Awards coming on back is Fast Car. Now, if you weren't aware, uh, that's of course a Tracy Chapman song, but Luke Combs did a cover of it, which managed to get it to the number one spot. It was originally from 1988, but she was able to receive the accolade for number one song for the first time since it came out. 
uh, peaked at number seven on the official uh, charts top 40. And uh, she absolutely shared so much support for Luke Combs and his cover that they may be, rumor has it, may be coming out to perform the song together at the Grammys for this year. That's how it all comes together. Speaking of performances that are a little bit rare, few and far between, Joni Mitchell uh, was already announcing a gig at, in a headline at Los Angeles in October. First time that she's headlined a show in that city in two decades, and now they've added a second one at the Hollywood Bowl because of the overwhelming demand. A little bit far away, of course, but tickets are going to be on sale for anybody lucky enough to find themselves there. Same deal for all the various music festivals that we're getting news about for the warmer months of the year. We do know that the Killers have just been added to the lineup alongside fairly newcomers to the scene, Mainskin and others, to Mad Cool 2024 alongside Pearl Jam, The Smashing Pumpkins, and more. That's going to be running between July 10th and 13th in Madrid. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. 2,000 push-ups is too many. It's too many, man. Well, it, to do it in one day, maybe. But to spread it out, it is doable. Today begins day one of my 23-day challenge. You might have seen several other people in our community doing this as well, all in support of the Canadian Mental Health Association. The push-up challenge for 2024 looks like 20, or sorry, 2,000 push-ups in 23 days uh, from now until February 23rd. And the way I'm breaking it down, they've kind of got their own schedule of how many push-ups you can do in a day, and it's kind of locked in, so my numbers on the actual donation page might not match. Good thing I'm going to be doing videos and keeping everything on the up and up so you can see the work being done and exactly what the total is at, but I'm doing 87 in a day. Because if I do 87 every day, I'll do more than 2,000 by the time we're done this thing. Reason being, that's my birth year. I was born in 87, and it is also my birth month in February. It just all seemed to fit together. But why is this challenge taking place? Well, mental health, extremely important to take care of. To not only take care of for ourselves, but to take care of for others as well. Especially in the depths of the winter, it can be an extra hard time. You get a little bit of that sad, seasonal, effective depression going on. And we want to combat against that. All the money raised is going to be staying in the community for the Wood Buffalo chapter of the CMHA. You can donate with the links that can be found right up on our social media. And I'm already at over $300 of the $2,000 goal. We can totally do this thing. Just like if I piece it out into 87 a day, I can do these push-ups. I can. The premier of the province, the non-elected premier, has decided that she knows what's best for the province once again. Uh, Only this time, instead of meddling with the pensions of aging Albertans, which vast majority of us seem to be either against or not sure of, understandably now she's decided how the youth of alberta will be permitted to develop and uh, it's a lack of choice dressed up as giving choice back it's more populist yankee policy slowly trudging its way north through the snow and i do not have all the answers and you don't want your answers coming from a radio host and neither do i but i do know a thing or two and i do know that this announcement has made vulnerable people anxious in our province and will further the rise of the anti-trans rhetoric as well And that is statistically dangerous. So I would like to say, without immediately pulling the rug out after I say it, like Smith did, to those who are queer, trans, or even questioning who they are, and I can't imagine a single person who hasn't questioned who they are in their life, if that's you, you're seen, you're wanted, you're welcome, and you will be defended. Heads high, stay passionate, and stay focused. Friday. How do people sell things on their various buy and sells and marketplaces for actual solid amounts of money when I cannot accomplish the same thing? You feel that way? Hey, is this still available? 
ghost gone. Um, there was a story recently about an ancient evil-looking lemon. Okay, it might not be ancient as far as, you know, like thousands of years, but certainly looking terribly, terribly old, stamped with some sort of product information on it that has just really added to how old it looks. It kind of looks like something from centuries ago, perhaps, but uh, sold online for $2,000, nearly $2,000, like like $1,780 or something like that. And it's a lemon that is absolutely no longer usable, uh, barely displayable. I'm not sure what the purpose here is. And I can't sell a stack of like 50 old DVDs for $20 on the marketplace. Even saying, hey, you know what? $20 delivered. I'll bring it to you. $15, $10? Just take them off my hands so I don't feel guilty about throwing them out. I would throw out this lemon in a heartbeat and it might be worth $2,000. Apparently this is what's wrong with my life. The Groundhog Grumble continues. We've nearly had all of the reports in. In fact, as usual, always latest to the party, we're only waiting on Alberta's Balzac Billy, a mascot from yeah down near Calgary, <laughs> is going to be making that prediction about 8 o'clock soon. We've got all the other ones in. The f- most famous of all, and since the tradition started you know, well over a century ago in 1887, Punxsutawney Phil gets all the attention, even though he usually doesn't look for the shadow or not. It's the choice between the two scrolls. We found out this morning which one he picked. Hear ye, hear ye! Now on this February 2nd, Punxsutawney Phil, the seer of seers, prognosticator of all prognosticators, was awakened from his wintry nap at dawn on Gobbler's Knob. Phil looked to the skies and then, speaking in groundhog ease, directed the president to the proper scroll. What this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on! There it is, there it is. And we trust in the rodent who has about a 40% accuracy rate through history uh, to tell us that, yeah, yeah, early spring, it's coming in. Also, the snow is like no longer on the ground here in Wood Buffalo. So we know we already kind of got the early spring, but let's wait to see what Balzac Billy has to say. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Dire Straits, well, Mark Knopfler of the Dire Straits specifically selling off some guitars recently by auction. He said, we had some great times together, so I'm sad to see some of them go, but I've got enough left to play. More than enough. That's got to be the case. One of his guitars selling for more than 8 million pounds at auction. Absolutely wild. Uh, More than 120 different pieces of equipment were sold at the auction as well, and he's still saying he's got plenty left. Hey, I believe it. Billy Joel in the news because he's dropped a brand new song, Uh, but it took him a while to get there. Turn the Lights Back On is available. You can stream it, take a look at it online, but it took 17 years for this new single to even come out. Billy Joel saying now uh, it was about having fun when he started his music career, but it wasn't fun anymore, so he turned the lights off until, I guess, some became fun once again. And a music rivalry that uh, is in the past for sure, as both members of it are long since dead, Uh, The vocal arranger for the song, uh, the charity song, We Are the World, has now come out to say that he thinks that Prince was afraid of Michael Jackson physically. They infamously did feud throughout their careers, but probably more in a professional sense. I don't know if it would have ever come to blows between the two of them. Probably more like a basketball match. Shirts versus skins. It's a weird day, Groundhog Day, on the calendar in the way that we celebrate here in North America, observing all kinds of rodents... Stuffed animals, I mean, legitimately some taxidermied, uh, one crustacean, and a mascot or two, including our very own Balzac Billy. We, in fact, we heard from the Prairie Holdouts, Manitoba Merv, over an hour ago. Uh, that's also a weird one. That's a puppet. 
uh, started off as a puppet that would read stories to children in the library there. It's actually a golf club cover, but to this day, it's still the Manitoba Merv uh, prognosticator of the uh, the province a uh, couple over. And then Balzac Billy here in Alberta is like the last to make his report. And that's from the Bluegrass Garden Center near Calgary. Uh, here's what he had to say not too long ago. Oh, we're all waiting in anticipation. Will he see? Oh, what does he see? What does he see? Is he going to put his glasses on? Is he? I think he's doing it. He's putting his glasses on. Yay! Early spring. Which means, you know, there's no shadow going on, I guess. I usually put my sunglasses on when it is really bright and there are shadows. But it is besides the point. Almost every single one of the 10 main psychic Groundhog Day. Of course, I should mention that Balzac Billy is actually also not a groundhog. It's actually a Richardson's ground squirrel, which is common in the area. We don't have groundhogs in the southern uh, Alberta. I digress. Almost all of them said early spring, which we kind of already have been experiencing. So Groundhog Day 2024, honestly, a bit of a wash. Transmission over. Want more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeves Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.